baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling, cooling with the gang. Coolin' with the gang, Cooley in the gang, we be on the net getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley, I'm just coolin'. Coolin' with the gang, coolin' with the gang, Cooley in the gang. Nothing better than a professor, watch him cook up coolin'. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike Cooley. Keep it high like a pot of carrot, sweet as Mayberry. Question is, is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be geeking off G. Laughing till I'm nauseous, cause she ain't, they goin' all in. Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched They love the guts and they fuck shit up Brother, I keep my money right Make sure you keep that money right Make sure you keep that money right Glam share, keep the jewelry tight Make sure you keep it We on weekly, make sure you peep it Matt King, stay the mind of best kept secret Ain't nothing to it but to do it, so do it Introduce it, the gang and Mike Cooley We be on the neck getting foolish Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley I'm just cooling Coolin' with the gang, coolin' with the gang, Cooley in the gang, we be on the net getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley, I'm just coolin'. Coolin' with the gang, coolin' with the gang, Cooley in the gang. Wait, 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 wait. Hello? Hello? Yeah. yeah. What's poppin', y'all? What's good? Not much. What's going on, y'all? Test, test? Test. Cool. Cool. Look, we had to move. Yo, yo we in the new spot. Um, oh. Can we like sardines right now? Yeah, I can't. If I got a piss, I'm just going to have to tell Shannon the whole cup. Y'all ain't got long. Y'all ain't got long, man. Temporary. So, um, you might low, LB. It's low. Turn me up. Turn me up. Turn me up. I be doing that shit on purpose. No, the <laughs> microphone was way over yonder, and she, like, the microphone Going was way over here. Yonder. Did he just say yonder? Yeah, he did. That's why I had to sing that song. No, sound like an old head. <laughs> <laughs> he old now. How y'all doing, man? It's Tuesday. It's uh, right. <laughs> June 15th. Uh, 15. How y'all feeling? Everybody having a productive, well, the week just started. And that's the crazy part about us moving to Tuesday. Like, shit, your shit just getting started. So if you got your ass kicked on Monday, you might as well just buckle up. Because you about to get kicked all around for the rest of the week. Uh, that's me right there, boy. The day didn't kick my ass. Damn. I don't want no parts of that. Yeah, for real. Um. Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Of course, um, what's up, NJ Rich? Uh, everybody that's in the room, shout yourself out. Let us know you're here. Uh, we got a special guest, um, A.B. Lexington. She'll be on at 6.30. Um, it's an Ike night. Um, I believe Ike will be on. He hasn't told me otherwise. And um, the professor and G are just late, as usual, because there were some complaints going around that um, I didn't send the link out in time. So last week, I sent the link out. 30 minutes before. Oh, it was more than 30 minutes. I, it was like an hour. Three and hour. I sent it like three hours early. No, yeah. I want to say, no, yeah, you sent it like in the morning. <laughs> I early. And um, everybody was still late. 
I really don't know what, except for Mayberry and Mac. Mac's always the first one. Mac Mayberry be, used to be the first one. Mac beat us here. Why well, gotta be? I used to be the first one. You used to be. Hey, hey see? Okay, I was gonna ask <laughs> you. Got your shirt. Santa oh, that's what's up, Sienna. We glad um you all. I'm we glad that you all listen every week. Um, and plus, bunch had already pulled me up and was like, "Look, we need some gear." <laughs> so I appreciate it, and that was us showing love. And plus, you all won, so we appreciate it. Don't forget the Cooling Gang merch is available at blockworkswithaz.com. B l o c k w o r k z dot com. Dot com. And those and those um. Mayberry shirts are definitely coming. I was working on it last night. We gonna get it. <laughs> Don't be like that, Mayberry. That's a that's a cute tag. So as um, long as I get mine first, I'm all right. Don't leave Gina oh, yeah. waiting on because he's gonna talk shit. I know. Um, <laughs> um, I told everybody that uh, that's what I what we gonna do today. So I told everybody that um, I always tell y'all this is your show. Like we appreciate your your comments, your feedback. You know things you want to talk about. Let us know. So we did get a question that came into us, and I want to start the show with that. Um, so our number one, good brother NJ Rich sent us a question for the crew, and um, he says, should hospital staff be required to get the vaccine? Okay, so let me ask this question first. Weren't they weren't they required initially? <coughs> Do you want me to do what I'm about to do? What the fuck you about to do? What you want to get my fucking lap? <laughs> I am. Oh, it's your hospital. Suppose I get my, my lips on it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> but no, first, before I answer that question, weren't they required to initially? Yeah, but he's saying, should okay. hospital staff no, be just, like, should just, they like, should this be a requirement? Like, Take this shot, or you gotta bop. Lose your job, like many did. They chose not to. I don't think so. But some people don't believe. Some people don't believe in the vaccine, so I don't think you should force somebody to get it if they don't believe in it. And I don't think you should make their um, put their job on the line if they don't. It should be a choice. So I don't you think they're doing get. that anyway with telling people to come back in without having people being vaccinated. And making forcing you to be in an uncomfortable, unsafe situation to force you to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So what about um? So what if I say I'm that employee? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not taking the shot, and then I get sick from working in the hospital, oh, and, 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 I and I decide to sue, or somebody decide to sue. No, you they will probably have you sign a waiver or something, as though you can sue. I mean, you. I mean, if you don't believe in the vaccine, that's your risk that you would have to take. I would. I would say, with the same, like as Troy, I don't. It shouldn't be required, but if you choose not to take it, <laughs> if you choose not to take it, there definitely should be some liability um, removed from your employment, um, because you that was the decision you made. So, Without so, losing your job. But y'all know that those waivers, like waivers are funny because you can sign every like you can sign away everything you want. Oh, all right, I'm not gonna do this out of the third, but people are settled just to just to not be even had a headline. So hospitals are probably thinking, like, well, let's avoid the headline and you motherfuckers get vaccinated. But my question is if you work in the hospital every day, why would you not want to get vaccinated? 
nine times ten, most not most people are vaccinated. <coughs> every other vaccination, that's mm-hmm. G. Every other vaccination, um, you know, there are people who don't believe in vaccinations altogether. So if you've never had any vaccination, that's something different. Versus, I guess in that situation, because it is the medical field. Um, this this one I'm not going to take. So then it, it's like. Mm, you got everything else. But they already require you you if you are affiliated or associated. They you like you have to get a flu shot. Um that's um a requirement. I wouldn't I wouldn't see them not trying to make it a requirement. Basically, if, if they're at a point where they will make people get the flu shot, I think that they would have require people to do the same thing um, to be in that field or be in that industry. So like like what Rich said. So what if, what if I, I do say, all right, fuck it, I'm going to take the virus. I mean, I'm going to take the vaccine and okay. still kick the virus. See, I thought that was Rich, too. That was somebody else. That was Naya. Uh, that was Naya. And Naya, okay. Hey, well, Naya. Here's the thing. They already said with us all who have, you know, anybody who has taken the vaccination that we still get it. However, the way, the um, I guess the symptoms and the the risk of, like, the risk of death is higher respiratory, like the infection, being you being able to fight that infection, meaning as the breakdown to your immune system, it's giving you a barrier. It's not necessarily saying you won't get it. It's just creating that barrier. So if you do catch it, your, bo- your body has enough, um, your immune system is strong enough to fight back. Right. That's it. Versus be- ending up on a respirator and ultimately Correct. passing. So that's, that's the, I guess that's the thing for them is like, not, Unfortunately, none of these vaccinations that we take is 100% guaranteed. Not near one of them. So we all, you know, we still, And they even tell you that, yeah. uh, YouTube, before you decide to pull another video, <laughs> they tell you that. So, yeah, well, you still get it. However, um, because it's the medical field and it's just so, you're around so many things. I don't necessarily want to say that you should be required or you lose your job because I don't think that should be the basis of your job. However, I think you run a higher risk. Of being affected by so many things, so why not protect yourself? So what about you, G? And be careful, don't get us put off. Oh, well, Larry Hogan came on today. Larry Hogan came on today and said, July 1st, you don't gotta wear your mask no more. So, with that being said, fuck that. Uh, the vaccine, I don't need the vaccine, I ain't gotta wear the mask no more. So, he I'm said, Everybody, July 1st, yeah, July 1st, yeah. He said, No more masks. He said, The numbers look good. He said, We're at the end of the, the he said, He could see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah, so I die. So, no, that was I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm that yeah. vaccine. They said, Once 75% of Marylanders get vaccinated, then they take away the mask, right? But the problem with that is, there's so many people that only got the first shot. Like, I don't know if they're counting everybody that's fully vaccinated or people that's just already then took at least the first shot um i don't know they they doing too much for me uh if you get vaccinated at the oil stadium they're giving you t- free game tickets yeah. if you've been vaccinated the lottery's giving you 40 grand um, it's, it's yeah I, i'm good i don't think i would i don't have to get vaccinated now because i feel like it's over but that don't make you feel uncomfortable that they trying to bribe you to take the vaccine. That oh, makes oh, yeah. second guessing shit. Uh, Absolutely. Allegedly. 
Yeah. Allegedly put, what? Put put it up. Put it up again. Yeah, put your sign up. Put the sign up again. Thing again. So that bothers, done, that definitely bothers me, but I think it bothers me more for the folks that are who said, I'm not getting a vaccine. I'm not getting it. I'm not doing it. But the minute they about to give you something for free, you about to get shot up. Now I have the I took the vaccination. So you know what I mean? So it still bothers me that people can be bought like that. Like I got my shit for free. So I went with the, you know what I mean? The intentions of knowing everything, nothing could have, nobody could have given me anything to make me change my mind. Mm. I was saying, no, 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 no. That for some reason just bothers my spirit so much more than the people that's offering something free because guess what? They're going to do whatever they're going to do, what they do, what they've been doing, all of that. But all you Negroes flocking, to go get it because somebody giving y'all something, y'all the reason. Y'all, y'all, y'all the reason. Just say that y'all the reason. All right, well, I feel like I feel like it's too early to still take the mask off. Like I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of leery. Like uh, something ain't right. I'm gonna continue to wear my mask though. But I, for me, I just, I don't know. Like too many people died to be saying, "Fuck it." All right. Well, let's put a bow on this because um, we got a guest coming on at six thirty, and I want to get into some other things before G uh, makes his escape. Um, so uh, I, I believe we are. Uh, I believe none of us feel anybody should be forced to get it in order to keep their employment. Is is that correct? Is that a good bow that I can put on it for everybody? Correct. Yeah. Work at your own risk. Um, so I know you all have seen the video of the um, neighbor that shot, shot the six-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's run that down real quick. For those of you who have not. A little boy, he walks free, making bond on Tuesday. It has this family angry and confused. And I'm trying to figure out how he got a bond that was so low for trying to kill my kid. Arnold Daniel trying to figure out why Ryan Lee Wen is out of jail after allegedly shooting his son, Kobe. He thought he was a sledgehammer, but that's not going to work because I'm too fast. So then what did he do? Got a gun. Boom. Shot me right here. It's all on video Saturday afternoon on Candlewood Lane. You'll see kids playing, hear a gunshot, then Kobe realizes he's hit. Lee Wen allegedly fired through his front window. The bullet went in Kobe's arm and out the other side. Jesus, that bullet could have went anywhere. And Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, the neighbor. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So the neighbor. I don't his reasoning for it. What was his excuse for? I don't know if I saw his reasoning. So apparently he's got to be some sort of mental issue. Anybody that just shoots yeah. out the window and not really just blindly shooting. Um, so Ryan Lee, as what I'm going to call him, uh, he went before the magistrate on June 7th, along with his defense attorney, Joe Simon, accused of shooting six-year-old boy in yes, <laughs> Yep, Salanti Township. Yeah, I'm not even going to try that again. Uh, he was arraigned on four felony charges, assault with intent to murder, assault with intent to do great bodily harm, and two counts of discharging the firearm in a building with reckless disregard for safety. Um, 
he got a bond, and a lot of people were mad because he bonded out. I do believe he's back in custody now. Um, I don't know. The professor and I were talking about this, and I don't want to get put words in his mouth. But the thing that get me is like, yo, you really got what dirtbag attorneys that's going to represent him, though. Mm-hmm. Well, defense attorney got to get paid. I mean, defense attorneys got to defend. Um, they got to get paid. But um, oh, that's crazy. How can I say this without you all cussing me out? Go ahead, because I'm ready. Because you blame that little boy. For no, no, no. I would never blame him. But just saying. I'm just curious of what, like, like what the boy did. This couldn't have been just like, yeah, just pretty like the neighbors. You never know. Like he probably the only Asian on the block, and they always like, hey, Ching Chong, fuck you, motherfucker. Like you never know what the fuck is going on with him. And then where is the sign? Where is the? Oh my bad. <laughs> I mean, but me you, like... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like you know how you know how we can get right. But it's just now. I'm not defending. I'm not like. Let me finish. I'm not defending it. I'm. I like to know people's mental. Like I want to know. Like so what, what the fuck? What the fuck caused to you to go from zero to hundred real quick and shoot hit. your gun at a bunch of children? First of all, he, he chased it with a sledgehammer. Exactly. That wasn't. He was already on hundred. So when he chased you with the sledgehammer, why the fuck would you go back to his yard? Like why the fuck would any? Six, he's not 16. I mean, but as a parent, if you come home and tell me Mr. Lee just chased me with a sledgehammer, he probably did. You better not go back to Mr. Lee's house. But he probably didn't tell his parents that he's still now. Alive. I'm mad at you. You got shot. Six six years old. Oh my beat god, your beat your ass now for not telling hey, me outside, Mr. Lee chased like you with a uh, sledgehammer. And she better tell me and that one little angry ass fucking neighbor, get off my grass, stay from in front of my house. You so wait a minute, you're going to crucify your child for being the victim and them not oh, telling me because wait hey, a minute, no, 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 what I said. No, 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 because at the end of the day, that's a six year old, not a 16 year old, not a 60 year old. You don't know the mental capacity or the brain capacity of a six year old, they are still learning and, de and developing. You don't know if he was threatening. Or whatever so, that made that but he told, but he just told the he news. So you can tell the news, but not tell me your parent. See, you trying to you 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 making it about you. It ain't got nothing you to do. Know how many how many times that Chase don't tell us stuff and we find out after the fact? That's all it, it's level, it is. It is levels to it. Uh, first of all, if somebody chase Chase with a sledgehammer, a sledgehammer. I'm coming to North Carolina. We all absolutely see that's 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 the difference. She's still she's a little kid and I'm coming to, I'm coming to North Carolina. I don't care if Chase took a shit on that man's lawn. Now then we now now he's all right. You don't he can hit Chase and shoot no six year old. Yeah, he can still hit Chase. He can't hit it with a sledgehammer. He might be able to get like a rubber mallet. I might let him slide with that if she shit on the man front porch. He might be able to hit it with a rubber mallet. But a sledgehammer, he can't hear that. Then I got it. But to shoot the kid, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. yeah, right. yeah. That 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 shit was crazy. I know See, we can't hear them. What is what he talking about? There you go. Because he's touching buttons and shit over here. No, stop, stop being DJ push and play over there. My bad. But um. But yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not defending what was done at all. Like, there is no defense to any like that short. Like, you're just nah. trying to figure out what was it that's so bad at the little. What boy was the root cause that led yeah, that like, man to go like, that what, far? Like, what? And then, like, the neighbors had like. First of all, everybody knows that crazy neighbor. 
Like he been crazy for a long time. He like twenty nine years old. He probably they probably think he hit their age. How do we know he was? He just. How do you know that he had a? He's always been the crazy neighbor. Maybe he just had a fucked up day. Maybe he just caught his girl doing something. Maybe something happened. But still, do you shoot a six year old? I don't give a rat's ass. So we want. I don't we, even. Hey, wait a minute. This one, one, one thing. One thing. We want a six year old to have the mental capacity to know what to do. But we don't want to say this adult who's twenty nine and figure out what his mental capacity was at that moment to make him even shoot a freaking six year old. His mental capacity was non existent. He was but you know something got to be wrong with him because, like, you shoot your own window out, though. Yeah. Like, you shoot from inside the house out the window. And he blindly shooting. So that meant he was shooting. That's, so that's he didn't what even know. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, he may have chased a little boy with a sledgehammer, but... And I'm trying to figure, was this all the same day? So I'm thinking the way you just blindly shot out the window, all them little kids outside playing, you was aiming for the kids, period. Yep. He just happened to get hit. So I you that bullet that bullet could have went anywhere in any part of that body and been deadly to put a boy he only saying ow right. and it's not like that boy is like a giant that could have went anywhere in his little body mm -mm. oh lord Sam, i'm not sure if you heard me but he was asian he was asian or asia mm -hmm. sir trying to, trying to figure out but sir not yeah, a asia is i thought i thought you call him asia he is in the he is in the top right. Yeah, he's in the top right. That's him. Okay. So I mean, yeah. look, man. No, no excuses. No, uh, no. Nah, and that's what I'm saying. Answer, like, I'm not excusing it, but I'm just like I need. I need to know what the professor said before I make my comment. So if the professor not here, then I got no comment. Wait a minute, you got no comment? No, you can't not have. A that is not how the show. No, works. I need. To, I need to hear what the professor said before so I can comment. Opposite. <laughs> No, I, I I would love to hear what he had to say. Um, I texted him actually what he was. He said, "Quote: I'm in the middle of some other shit. My bad. I don't know. He probably on the couch with them people again. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Either that or up in some shit. Yeah, he on the couch again with them people. What was the cup? That was that was my first thought. <laughs> but no, but my thing is like, yo. First of all, stay out Mr. Lee's yard. You know, Mr. Lee ain't got the mental capacity to handle all you colored children around here. Something something ain't right with Mr. Lee. Like, something ain't See, right I, I got a six-year-old son, and I think if my son came to me and told me that a neighbor chased him with a sledgehammer, I'm going to knock on the door that day. Because um, even with that, that's gotta, you got to be able to call the police on, on that one. That's got to be like assault and something or... It's got to be something. So I'm definitely going to call the police on that. The, uh, the older I've gotten, I've realized that I'm just going to call the police on everything. Um, <laughs> even if I'm out there and somebody wants to whoop my ass, I'm probably going to call the police because I, I don't feel like <laughs> I'm going to push you. You're going to fall and hit your head on the ground. You die. Now I'm in jail for murder. Yep, jail. yep exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm just going to call the police. And when the police get here, if the police shoot you, I'm good. I'm going in the house. So you got you to gotta call the police. You're getting chased by a sledgehammer. Granted, you want to go over there and do it and knock on the door and confront the man, but that could go anyway. That could go sideways really, real quick. Um, as far as shooting a six year old, even shooting at a six year old or shooting in the air to scare a six year old or even throwing a firecracker out the window to scare the six year old is just a bit much. Um, you can't shoot anybody 
And the fact that you shot a six-year-old, you raggedy piece of shit. I don't give a fuck what the color of your skin, your nationality. You just shot a six-year-old. You 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 piece of shit. Um, I like I said, I have a six-year-old. I would be upset. I would be highly disappointed. And then here it is that the you know the law then sell this family. They, this motherfucker got a, a twenty-dollar bond, and he's out back to doing whatever the fuck he want to do. Like that's crazy as well. So. It, it's just fucked up, and I don't want nobody to be talking about all oh, his mental state. This and mental, fuck him. Throw that bitch under the jail. And that's why people keep, people keep getting um going back and doing the same shit because they ain't getting punished for what they're doing. Like for him to get that low bail to be let out, he looking at it like, oh damn, fuck that kid. They don't care about him. Yeah, and then that was the whole thing. Like people started going at the police, the, the sheriff's department, but you know the sheriff's department aren't the, aren't the ones that. Yeah, they set bail like a mandate, all of that. Um, but they said it was um, it was it was a mishap, from what I understand. That was no bail. Mm-hmm. That wasn't was a mishap. mishap. No, it wasn't. They got tired of everybody coming at their ass, so they had. He to, got connections. They had to rectify it. But at the same time, I could see it being a mishap. He might have been in there cleaning his gun, and that would be like reckless endangerment or something crazy like that. I don't know. We don't know what the guy was doing in the house. No, no, no. They saying that the low the low bond was a mishap. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, that was just because had nobody been raising hell about it, it wouldn't have been a mishap. Well, they said no one from the prosecutor's office was there at the arraignment. They said they usually don't go to those these sorts of arraignments. It's just the judge and the defense attorney. Um it's like they were so now they were kind of like if they would have known the severity of it, then they would have sent someone there. But I guess however things are going now, or however they are set up, the um, you just go before the magistrate, I believe. Well, she a piece of shit. Yeah, you can't shoot six years old. Yeah, it says criticism that no one from his office was present at the arraignment Monday, June 7th, when the initial bond was set. His office provides written bond recommendations to the magistrate in every case, but historically. It's relatively rare that prosecutors attend arraignments, he said. Across the state, prosecutors' office aren't staffed to attend arraignments, he said. But given the seriousness of this case, it's clear someone from his office should have been there, he said, adding he wants to make sure situations like this don't happen again. I do want to say this, though. The little motherfucker do look bad as shit, though, but he don't look bad at the shoot. He definitely look like he could have used the ass whooping. Well, there you have it. There you have it. There you go. So what time is it? I don't know. We don't have no problem. Almost 630, 28 after. All right. So I'm not even going to um going to your next topic. Yeah, because this was a motherfucker. This one was probably gonna be a motherfucker. Oh, it's gonna get good, good. And uh G would have hated for me to cut cut it short. I might be able to get it in real quick. All right, check out my homeboy. He won the lottery. I'm going to try to do this real quick. He won the lottery. He won 30K on the lottery. And you know what he did? Oh, man. Thieves target a man That's because of the gold chain he was wearing. Tonight, he's talking with our Tim Pamplin, who joins us from the scene with the night cam. Tim. It was a typical afternoon here at this West Warren gas station in Detroit near Grand Boulevard. Customers coming in, filling up with gas, buying lottery tickets. It was a favorite spot for our victim, Jamal. Customer walks in, shakes his hand, a couple more customers behind. The guy in the black, pay close attention to him. And his buddy, right behind. They're looking for some easy pickings. And Jamal is their target. I hit the lottery. 
Jamal won $30,000 on the Michigan Lottery, bought himself a $20,000 necklace. You see, he's wearing it there. He's heard of people getting robbed for their jewelry. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. So I was just like, just looking around, making sure nobody ain't trying to get my chain, but. But they did get his chain. He walks out the store. The suspects were waiting. So I ran back and tried to get back into the gas station. They had grabbed me, tackled me down. A particularly vicious attack, punching him, kicking him, getting him to the ground, ripping off his gold. They took off running and jumped in their car and took off down Warren. The gas station owner says he recognized that tall guy in that black top. A few months back, he was in the store. There he is in the white hoodie this time. And his M.O. was exactly the same. Scope out somebody with some jewels. Here, this man walking towards the store, grabs his necklace and runs away. Investigators believe he lives in the area. They're asking anybody who knows who he is to please give them a call. That's a scene on the west side with the night cam. Tim Pamplin. This bullshit. <laughs> oh man. I saw that the other day and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> you get thirty thousand dollars and you buy a twenty thousand dollar chain. Yeah, that's, that's what our people do. They don't that's how people that's how that's, that's <laughs> funny. You know the video? You should have got the hell out of Detroit. That's, that's, that's our people. Yep, yeah. that's our people. So it's funny because, like, you know, my people is from Cleveland, and that's the type of shit they would do. They would they would buy uh, uh they would win ninety thousand dollars. They're gonna buy eighty thousand uh, dollars a necklace, and they're gonna walk around with it. Um, but catch so you I, we'll catch yeah, that's that type of shit they do. That's the type of shit they do. So it, it's nothing. For them to do that, the fuck, the fucked up thing about it is the fact that you knew that you would get robbed. Like he, he knew that's what they were known for doing, and and you still decided to rock this shit at the local gas station. At the local gas station, like he wasn't even going out to the club. This is by his everyday necklace. You know where Mike Cooley would have been? I'd have been at the White's only gas station because Mike Cooley, White's only gas station. Yeah, Mike Cooley wouldn't have bought a twenty thousand dollar necklace though. My wife wouldn't have let me. Absolutely. We buy, Shout out to Shannon. We buy. We still can't let. We still can't let the grown ass thieves get off either, though. That's true. There ain't no way in hell you, you look like you're about this, nigga. You look like you're thirty. Ain't no way in hell he should be snatching chains off people's neck as old as he is. Yeah, bum. That's what he is. A bum, 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 bum. Mm -hmm. My man came up on a quick come up though. He just won twenty thousand dollars. Hell yeah. But yeah, but did you see all the dudes he brought with him though? Right, and and the car was in the view of the camera, so they gonna get the license plate if they can get it. But I guess that's, that's hopefully they didn't steal that car. Oh, God, that was about like, stole the car. Too. She probably stole that car. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking when Big Boy got off the ground. The, the, they were still running. The first thing I would have been doing was PB twelve twenty four. Write it, <laughs> write it down. The tag number. That was the first thing I was grabbing. But well, we hope the fella is, is okay, uh, young brother. Well, he seems to be fine. He okay. handled that. Hopefully, he had insurance. Well. How about that? Did he have insurance on that? Hell, hell no. Come on. You know, he had 10K left after he got the. He, first of all, if you win 30, you don't even get 30. So I don't even know how he got the 20 to buy the chain after taxes. Because that's all he had. He bought, he spent all of it on all him. All of it. And all, of all of in my chain. He probably ain't got no rent for his one bedroom. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Our sound effects not working today. Like, 
Oh man, yeah. it's real, real low. Mm. Um, AB Lexington, is we, we apologize. Oh, I can't even do my round of applause. Like, I'll do it. Thank Hi. you. AB is here, <laughs> singer, songwriter, very, very talented young lady. Um, thank you. I first became aware of her. Um, she had a song called Do Say That I Love, not just because it's the liquor, but I really, really like that song because I like the whole concept. I like, and I felt like you know, the idea behind it and what she did, like. You know that was a nice little put together and it you know could you know bubble like but she is here she has uh rebrand her, rebranded herself um she put us on hold y'all i'm gonna put you out there so i emailed her last year oh, man. Come on. and she said i really want to come on she said but it was so professional i'm in the middle of rebranding I, I just i need to come back i'm coming back different stronger and when i'm right then you all can have me on the show. I said, God damn. Okay. <laughs> she is today. So what was what was the rebrand? So what did you what did you want to change? Um, so my name was A B. And um when I was putting my music on like all the streaming platforms, I was getting mixed up with another artist from like the UK and his name was A B. And I was like, you know what? Well, let me do it the legal way. So I went to go trademark. Um, I used uh, the University of Maryland Law Clinic, shout out to them, they're so cool, um, to go through my process for like trademarking and, um, you know, starting my business and making sure like, you know, I trademark my business name, all of that. And um, in the process of, uh, process of that, there was another girl from overseas Damn. like named AB. And it's like with trademarking, it's like, if, if anyone has like any like similar letters to your name or like different variations, like you just can't trademark it. So I was like, okay, cool. She's like, you can still use your name AB because everyone knows you as AB and it clicks, you know, you've been using it for a while, but you just need to add a last name. And I was like, okay. So it took me like a week or two to figure out the last name. And I came up with Lexington to show, you know, homage to Tom City, my city. I was going to ask where oh, Lexington okay. came from, but That's there dope. you go. She, like she gave it to you. There you go. Okay. Okay. So how did music, the background, like how did, how did it all begin for AB? So um, my dad was in a gospel group, Reformation, and that's when we were first introduced to music. So my brother plays the drums. Also, my mom put me in piano lessons. So I was classically trained. Um, and that's really was my start in music, watching my dad and then, you know, learning um, piano and music theory. Funny thing is, when I got to middle school, I said, mm, I don't want to do this because everyone in my family does music. I was like, I want to play ball. So okay. ball is my first love. Like, I wanted to go to the WNBA. But <laughs> um, after a while, going to high school, I went to an arts and technology school. So, of course, the basketball team there is not great. I went to Tower <laughs> out in Towson. So um, once I got there, I would I started performing more like the Black History Month assemblies, the fashion shows. So I'm like, all right, music really can't get away from me. So that's my start. And then um, in 2016, which is when I released Say, it took it from the beginning. That's when I said, I'm really, really going to take singing seriously. That's my shit. Y'all lucky that my sound <laughs> is not working right now because. Before she came on, like I had a black, I, I really liked that. I played it for you a while ago, and you. Mm, I would say that's how I heard it because you you sent it to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was the beginning. I mean, I recorded when I was like fourteen, fifteen, because I've I've been in the studio also like since I was about fourteen, fifteen years old, and just songwriting. But taking my music career seriously, 
that was the first song I came out with, Say. So do you, you write also? Yeah, so um, I write for like local artists. I wrote for international artists from Angola. Um, I'm like, you know, I, I'm still working on like, you know, getting placements and things like that. But songwriting is where I started. Um, and then now it just transpired and like, you know, actually just, just try to be an artist, you know, just let's see where it takes you. Well, you know, performing is wonderful, but ain't nothing like them writer's checks. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you on the right path. Like <laughs> anybody with anybody that has the talent to be able to write, especially music or anything that's going to last forever. She Man, that's the that, I think that's the best thing about songwriting. And the crazy thing is, because, like, you know, I go to clubs and stuff, and I, I normally just go just to see, like, you know, what's popping around that time, you know. Because um, as a songwriter, you, you have to keep up with trends, but then they also tell you you have to think six to 12 months ahead. Mm. You don't want to, like, still be in a trend that's, like, last year. And a lot of artists work like that, you know, from Beyonce to Rihanna. It's like, you're always trying to think of the next trend to put an other artist on. And it's, Drake is a great example. Like, we're still singing this type of R&B, rappy singing music, so, <laughs> no, but um, it's crazy how you go to the club or you you know, you know go in certain places and music really moves people. And I think that's what like, it makes it really fun for me, like songwriting and then even like putting people's feelings on paper and just singing it, so. So when did you know that you could write? Was it with Duce or it was before that you already had the notebook and you were jotting things down and all the balled up pieces of paper like five heartbeats? Was it like that? <laughs> yeah. um, pretty much. I had a notebook. Like, I would always carry a notebook with me. I have, like, so many notebooks just sitting in, like, my storage of, like, songs I wrote since I, like, starting at, like, 11, 12. And, like, you know, I, I wrote a song at, um, I think I was 14. And it was about my friend. And she was just, like, she her love life wasn't that great. So I wrote a song called Looking for Love in the Wrong Places. <laughs> And my dad and them, they took me to the studio. And they was like, this is a really good song. I was like, okay. What did she say about the song? I was like, the same thing, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What I really loved it. She was like, yeah. You know? What was she looking at? <laughs> but I mean, if you listen to Ducey, right? Ducey literally was, I was watching Love and Hip Hop. And Kay Michelle was like, I just got Henny as my best friend, but I couldn't sing Henny. So I said, do say as my best friend. So it's just talking about, you know, how like a woman kind of gives like herself up too soon. And then like you end up in like these types of situationships. And even though like when women listen to it, they like, do say as my best friend. Like, no, oh, but hold up. We was just in a situationship. We got to get this together. So <laughs> uh, no wonder Mike like do say so much. <laughs> Why is that? Here's my sound, <laughs> Mike. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mike gave himself gave too much of himself away. Shut up, G. <laughs> so I got a, I got a quick question Shut for you, baby. So if you could set the mood, because I know usually with writers they have a special place uh -huh. or a special like routine that they get in the groove to really get their writing on. Mm -hmm. So set the tone. Tell me what that looks like for you. Oh man, so shout out to Rightway Studios and my engineer, Ryan Anderson. Like when we go in there, he has the lights ready for me. It's either blue or purple, or sometimes it's red, depending on like my feeling when I go in there. He always has my Kit Kats. I love Kit Kats. <laughs> and then we just literally sit in the studio and create. 
So I love all different types of colors, but like blue, red, purple, like those dark colors um, is really good for me. Cause even though like, you know, I'm nice and bubbly, I'm still nervous about, you know, my art. So yeah. Cool. So do you get more, so are you still nervous recording or do you get nervous performing or is it just a mixture of a different nerve for both? It's a different nerve for both, but performing, the thing is I'm nervous with like the setup, you know, like the preparation. It's like, okay, am I, am I breathing enough? Like she's not dancing and sing. And I have dancers too. I have a full band that plays with me. So, you know, you're always thinking about like, okay, is, is the, you know, the sound working correctly? Can people hear me? So like, I'm always nervous on that part. But then when you hear the crash of the drum, cause my brother plays the, um, the drums for me and he's also my music director. Like all the feelings just go away. And then when you just see the reaction of like the crowd and they screaming your name, you're just like, all right, nerves gone. <laughs> so right, so right now, who would you say is your artist that you may take inspiration from, or even who you would like to collaborate with right now? Man, just from me being a songwriter, I know she has not put out no music yet, like in a while. I'll say that. But Carrie Hilson, I really, really love Carrie Hilson. Like when she was in her bag, like she was. I think she was just untouchable. From writing to performing, um, I tend to, you know, because I'm a songwriter, I tend to, uh, like um, artists like that. So the new artist now, I love Victoria Monet. She's underground. Um, there's another artist named Taylor Parks too. So I think I heard I, her. Yeah, Taylor Parks. Taylor Parks wrote a lot of hits for a lot of people, and she's young, but she wrote for Chris Brown. She, uh, I don't think she had Beyonce yet, but like. She has a lot of hits. And Victoria Monet is friends with Ariana Grande. So a lot of Ariana Grande stuff, Victoria Monet is writing. So um, I tend to like, you know, artists like that. And Pooh Bear, who is basically behind Justin Oh my Bieber. gosh, Pooh Bear. I love Pooh Bear. Like, <laughs> came out with a song and it's so amazing. I'm just like, how are you this folks? So because you just, because of what you just said about writing, how do you feel about writers transitioning to artists and do you see it as a hard transition or do you see it as a good collaboration i think i think as a songwriter turning to artists you kind of gotta have both you know and um the transition i think for me is just i feel like with artists you know they they have more time to just just kind of be an artist, you know, and they don't think as much, if 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 that makes sense, you know. When you're songwriting, you're like, okay, does this line sound good? No, mm, let me switch it up, you know. Like you're just thinking about so many things, and it's like it's easier for like you know me as a songwriter to write, you know, a song like for you, for example, because That's I don't. I was just about to say. I was just about to say, is it easier for you to write for others than it is for you to write for yourself? Because you're going to try to critique and, and perfect oh, everything everything mm -hmm. so i would say the transition i think if you're able to just not overthink the transition would be like really really smooth and just know that you know just like you writing for artists they'll like it or 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 they might not like it and you can always write another hit or take that one and say well screw you i'm gonna give this to somebody else and they gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happens a lot too like when they were, remember that uh keisha cole and uh tamar braxton song 
If you listen to what is it, Love and War, and I think Keisha Cole had a song with Mark. Is that's Lashawn Daniels, right? Yeah, like I every time I listen to that song, I'm like, these they're very similar, and you can tell that they were constructed by the same producers and engineers, writers, vocals. Yeah, yes. and I'm like, did they recycle it? <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you describe what? How would you describe your your style as, as far as as an artist and as a songwriter? Um, is it a certain genre that you stick with, or are you all over? Well, I, I like to tell people my home base is R and B, but as a goal of mine, it's really to be a global artist. So if I want to sing country. I want to sing country, if I want to write country, you know, if I want to do pop, you know, go ahead, sing pop, like just just do whatever your heart feels like. I don't want to really be defined by genres because I feel like music, I mean, if you study study it, you could, you could do any type of genre you really want to. We have a question um, from the room. Um, NJ Rich wants to know, who who is your top, top five R&B singers? Top five R&B singers, Beyonce, of course, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Yes. Love Jazzy. I love her. Her is killing the game. Yes. That's my number one. Um, yeah, her. Um, man, it's hard to do top five. Mario. Um, Mario does not get a lot of, like. He don't get enough credit. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Pop, pop, yeah. And if we really want to go back in the day, like I love me some Joe. There you go. Beyonce. Beyonce. Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. Her. Mario. And Joe. I can live with that. There's so many others, but yeah, if I just because their their style is kind of similar to mine. Of course, Jasmine Sullivan. You know, she she's more like super soulful, but like her. Mario, it's like that that smooth tone mm -hmm. that we all have. So, you know, I'm mad right now. Right? You and these, you're mad. You said mad. He's trying to make this. He's trying to figure out his sound effects over there. Oh. It, it's, it's it's crazy that we do this show every Tuesday from six to eight. We just moved. Stopped it. We just moved. But no, no, no. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. He could have did this yesterday. He wasn't doing nothing on Sunday. He had all day Sunday to do this. Um, why are we gonna pick on him? But it's you know, Tuesday. As, as a person, also, look, I'm an artist, but also, you know, how I have to fund my career, I'm in technology. You cannot predict technology. Mm. Oh. No, 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 no. This, this is every week. This is every week. So this is nothing new. <laughs> yeah, Amy, this, this, this didn't Mike, you gonna let him talk to you. You gonna let him talk about you like that? Yeah, Amy, this didn't happen today. This, if you watched last week, it was the same thing. The week before that, it was the same thing. Two years ago, it was the same thing. A oh. year before that, it was the same thing. Like, come on, it's every Tuesday. Oh man, we, we doing this in front of guests. We doing this in front of guests, huh? Hey, like Mike said, this is everybody's show. This is family now. Everybody, this is everybody's show. Keep the party going. So Linnea wants to know, what is your go-to artist? Or who is your go-to artist? Me, say no. <laughs> go-to artist. Lately, man, lately, I've been listening to, um, oh, what is his name? Uh, he sings that, um, a song, uh, how's it go? It goes, um, balloons are deflated. 
It's oh, we got her to sing. Yeah, yes, was, honey, we got a live what's vocal. That, what's that? Song? Give me on. Give me on. Give me I, on. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask. I got introduced to him by a nine-year-old. Yeah, our son put us on no, now. Chase. Oh, Chase. Oh, yeah. But I need everybody to recognize that we got a live vocal just now. I know. When she was thinking about it, I wasn't even going to help her. I was, I, I was going to let her sing it out. I, I, I was going to tell coming. her to sing it. <laughs> well, I seen her. I saw her do her little verse. She did a little cover for that on, yeah, I, I think, Twitter. First to it, because I was oh. like... I, was I like, need you to hit that real quick. Oh, man. I will find that video. We'll play it now. Yeah, yeah, I need to remember what I wrote. That's another thing about songwriting. You don't remember. You said I should have what? He said it's in one of those balled, balled up pieces, pieces of paper. Somewhere. You no, go. somewhere. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I did it. Did the video. Here. Yeah, there we go. On to the next one. I was trying to write a second verse to um, Dustin Bieber, Peaches. That was going to be my next thing. To try to, like, I try to, like, remix different songs here and there. So do you do some of that on, because I know a lot of people are getting, um, not necessarily notice because, you know, you, you have a name for you, yourself already, but a lot of eyes that may not have always been on them um, mm -hmm. and just going from TikTok. And they'll do like, you, you know, like you, you did with um, that on YouTube where they'll remix or mm -hmm. throw a new verse on a song on TikTok. Do you also utilize TikTok for that? TikTok, um, <laughs> the funniest thing, the last thing I put on TikTok, I was just playing around and I was talking about how um, men walk by smelling good. So I, I wrote a song. <laughs> they do. They do. I wrote a song on my TikTok about like, when a guy like walk by you smelling good. So like TikTok is more like I just like play around, you know, with just different different ideas or something like that. Like, ain't nothing like a man walking by smelling good. Yeah, I was like, mm, ain't nothing like. That's what I did. Yes. Nothing like it. G, where is it? Boom, boom, boom. You where is it, G? I'm not I'm not about to be excited about a man smelling good walking by. You know what? I got you. I was doing it because she started singing. Yeah, Mike. No, Mike did the bump, bump, bump. I started singing. I left it alone. I didn't want to touch it. Matt Why did Matt come back just so he could laugh on camera? <laughs> one of the MJ Rich, one of the artists that she said she would like to work with um is Carrie Hilston. Carrie Hilson. Hilson. Oh yeah, I had to mess her name up, but y'all get the point. So what how do you feel like in a in a time like because your style is more of like that like ballad, like you know, you can move it around, but you sing. Like you're not out here playing and kind of harmonizing and ping ping and all that. Like you singing, like and it, and it gives that feel of pure R and B. In, in an age where we're kind of losing the pure R&B because hip hop and whatever it is, is like been clumped together as one genre, mm -hmm. like, you know, what makes you, you know, hold fast to, you know, this is no, this is me. I think um, when I look back at it, you know, I, I look back at how we were still able to listen to like Anita Baker, you know, Gladys Knight. I just, my goal will always just be like, just to create timeless music. Cause you know, timeless music always lasts. You know, a lot of the industry is just changing to kind of get quick, quick, you know, hits really quick. And that's just because of the, you know, the labels, like once the streaming came on, you know, they had to find a way to like kind of recoup, you know? So a lot of times when like, you know, some of these songs come out, like, it's just, it's just like, okay, how do I get quick money? How do I get quick views real quick, you know? 
everything is just quick, quick, quick. But I always feel like timeless and the real will always prevail. So for real, we have another question from the room, Mr. Durrell. <laughs> <laughs> he said, how much has gospel music played a part in your musical growth? Whoa, first of all, hey dad. No. <laughs> that is my father. So yes. I'm cussing it was not. I'm so sorry. I said a, two cuss words and I apologize. I think I got I got three. I apologize. Yo, put the disclaimer up, Mike. Put the disclaimer up. <laughs> Man, first of all, I grew up in the church, so praise music, yeah. Gospel music has played a very, very big part. It just like you know, my dad was in a gospel group, his um, Reformation. So, gospel music, I mean, listening to Karen Clark shared, you know, the soulfulness mm -hmm. that's what comes out in most of my music, um, is just from gospel, mm -hmm. so yeah. And see, that's um, the fact that you said because Karen. If y'all don't know, I was I'm a PK. Um, Karen Clark, she, like she can sing, yeah, yeah. She can sing. Like, she she can she sing, sing. And, and and the fact that you mentioned her, like you know, because AB, if you have not heard AB's music, I, <laughs> I, I I BS you not, and I'm not saying that because she's here. Because one thing we don't have a problem with on this show is being honest. We either not gonna say it or we are gonna say it because it's the truth. If not, G gonna say it. Oh, yeah, G will say it definitely. G will definitely say it. <laughs> Um, but she can sing like it's not even sing, and obviously you know because she just all she did was give us like three two seconds, words. And, say and we was two like, words, just two words, and it was like a whole song. Yeah, so yeah. AB can sing like she's very, very talented. I that. I mean, and that's no BS. Um, but um, oh man, I'm just all over the place in my head right now because I'm really like the fact that my sound because I want to play. Like we have an artist on, and I can't even play an, the artist. I thought when you song. switched it, it, it let you play the song. Let, let's see, because you, you really can't hear it though. Let's see. Only song that I had on here. See, it's so low. But what you when you switched it? I don't like that. It takes it takes away from the quality. It takes of the quality music. away. That's not fair. No, I thought to her. when you switched it, it did it. Okay. No, nah, it was it's it's bugging. Don't worry. We gonna have a back on, and and we gonna we gonna do an AB sh show and. Hopefully, um, you know my dream. Mm -hmm. I want to um do a setup to where like, like say you come back on the show, but you're set up somewhere, and of course we will help with it, and you you do a perform, you perform. Oh yeah, that'll be awesome. Versus, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, versus. <laughs> um, like the Honda, the Honda um uh, concerts. Um, like basically they just like uh. We're not like a practice spot, right? Mm -hmm. So where some artists practice, stream it that way. What's this? Um, we just had episode one hundred, so I think that'd be good for like one fifty. Yeah, congratulations, big. congratulations. It wasn't easy because you see this ragtag group of individuals <laughs> I'm dealing with. Um, it's they, are, they are so much fun. What are you talking about? Oh, we have, we have that's why see that's why G was acting up in front of company a second ago because of that right there. I'm just letting you know, Mike. We got, <laughs> we got a special request from the from the room. They want to know oh, yes. something for us real quick. Real, real quick. Oh man. So this song is really, really dear to me. I, I kind of want to talk about the project a little bit, but um Well, you ain't great leave, I wrote this. No, 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 no. 
I wrote this song called Satisfied, and that was the first single off um, our project. Make sure I remember these words, and but I'm gonna try to get through this. But um, let's see. All right. Uh, um, I was drunk from your fountain. I cannot imagine life without you now. It's not a thirst in my soul. Cause you have made me whole. Your spirit flows within me now. It flows within me now. Sit like the leaves fall from the trees. My guilt and shame is detached from me. Like the flowers blossom in the spring, new open purposes blooming, reshaping every part of me. Woo! Yes. This song makes me cry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, God. God. Hey. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. That's a cool oh, thing. Respect on your name. If you can get on a call and try to sing it to a phone, because you're not in the studio. And this manufactured. She did that raw vocals over a streaming network, and you gave me the chill, like goose mm -hmm. chillies, honey. I could feel it. Like you know how you're supposed to sing, and people are supposed to feel what you said. I felt that. Yes. Let me tell you this. Yes. <clears throat> Dina is who told me about AB. Dina watched the show and she said, my cousin, my cousin sing. And I'm like, you know, people always tell us like, hey, you know, my little nephew rap, you know what I'm saying? He rap, you know? And I, and I, I always wanted to be a platform where no matter what, you can come on here, but that don't mean after you leave, I'm going to listen. But, but this is open for any artist. Like, you know, we want to help and be a part. Um, so she's like, you know, my cousin sing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Send me, send me the music or tell me where to find it. So that's when I listen to Say, And I'm like, oh, I like this. I like this. And that's when I got hooked. And I, ever since then, I've just been following and I've been listening. And I've been listening. And then I finally, you know, made the move and kind of set everything. Well, attempted to set everything up. And the AB told me to call her people. And <laughs> wait for our people to call. Oh, oh, my God. No, I did not. You make it sound like I was so divish. Walk into the club and how much he lies, okay? <laughs> No, she was very, she was definitely very, very professional. And um, she's been like uh, one of the easiest guests we've ever had um, to deal with and just working with. And um, that's just, I can tell that's just her and her spirit. Um, Listen, AB, you, can, do you, can you stay? Can you, what can you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can stay. I can stay. Got a whole bunch because of foolishness on the bottom half. Yeah, and we want to talk about the project that's coming up. And but it's seven. I need that. It's I seven o'clock. And um, what we do here on the Cooling the Gang show, um, brother Ike is here to drop some financial jewels. Um, and I gotta go. Oh yes, and G has to make his exit. Um, I tried to set the. You see, I'm trying to set the uh, guests up at six thirty down so you can be a part of that. You know. <laughs> Who's talking to me? Yeah, yes. you don't. You don't have to tell me. Thank you now, though. You can thank me later, though. Oh, believe it or not, you're right. I just want to say um, bye. I'm just going to say bye. I'm, um, AB, it was nice to hear from you. I look forward to hearing some more music from you. Big Brother Ike, it's good to see you. Shannon, it's always a pleasure to see you. Mayberry, you know I love to see you. 
Back man, you can always call my phone. Mike, I got nothing for you today. Nothing. I'm trying to be nice in front of company. <laughs> so I'll talk to you later. Love you, dude. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. I'll talk, I'll talk to you later, Mike. <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> y'all be safe. Love y'all. I hope a cicada land in his beard. <laughs> no. A cicada land in his beard. Oh, no. All right. So I think um, I can see it, but um, we'll wait for him to pop back in. Um, that was, um, so that was sad. So while we waiting for Ike to pop back in, what other music do you have on and where can we find it at? I need all of that in my life. Yes, this is. So I'm on all the um, streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, um, Audio Mac is starting to, you know, be a little bit more popular now. Mostly all digital platforms all on there under AB Lexington. Um, I have a website, ablexington.com. You can keep up with me there, subscribe. Um, it has all the links to the music there too as well. So um, yeah. Secret Garden. Oh, I appreciate that. Secret Garden was fun to record. Yeah, I'm download, download all. Oh. Secret Garden was like, well, if you guys, yeah, well, Secret Garden was, I guess I could get into the story about the EP. So, the EP is supposed to be dropping, hopefully, tentatively in July. Okay. So I called it 6803. So um, 6803 is the address of my old home that I like when my the first home I bought, and then I just recently sold it. Um, and I went through a lot of things as a woman in a relationship that I necessarily wasn't proud of. So it's like I just basically talked about everything I went through behind those closed doors in 6803. So I'm basically like giving people access to my life. You know, all every everybody goes through, um, you know, relation, ups and downs of relationships. Mine was a little, actually it was a lot of, a lot of toxic. What's the word for it? It's very toxic. Yeah. So, um, you know, I decided to write about it and also bring awareness. And so Secret Garden was basically on my journey of like, all right, look, I know not everyone can have access to me. So I was on a journey actually of being celibate. So through that time, I actually got closer to God. I always grew up in the church, but you know how like you grow up in the church, like, you know, your parents know God, but you need to learn know God for yourself. And within that moment, I kind of like saying, okay, I'm going to strip myself of certain things, not have access to certain people, not entertain myself with certain things, cut off certain things and really, really focus and get closer to God. So that's what Secret Garden is about. It's like your body is a temple. Treated as such. Mm, oh, we not wait. we not done. We not done. We we. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, brother Ike. Yes, with the cool in the game. Come on, with the cool in the game. Y'all like the shirt. Y'all like the shirt. Y'all like the shirt. Y'all like the shirt? Like the shirt? <laughs> yeah, I had to show off my new clean shirt. Actually, I was at the pool and they were they were like, "Hey, are you coolie?" I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm not coolie. I'm Ike Carter." They were like, "Oh, well, what's the show about?" So I hopefully hopefully they tuned in. If they didn't tune in, I'll see them at the pool again. We'll have a conversation, friendly conversation. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Much you appreciate. Know what I mean? Already, already. What's well, on uh, my topic? Uh, the topic is, I mean, all my topics are serious. None, none of them are light, but this one is a little bit more serious. Uh, but more so, uh, just from experiencing and just helping a, a good friend of mine out with uh, 
an issue they had with a relative passing and having to deal with the court system mm. uh, to get things passed along to their uh, other family members. Uh, and what I'm talking about is estate planning. I think, I mean, we've talked about it before, uh, but not on a level that I usually get into with a lot of people, because uh, a lot of people tend to think estate planning has to do with you being a rich person. And that can be farthest from the truth. Because uh, a lot of, you know, everybody thinks Michael Jackson or Prince and all that. Those are the estate problems where if I was the estate person, advisor or attorney, I would be like, yeah, I need a million off the top because it's going to be a pain in the butt. But for us as regular, super fabulous individuals, um, we got to make sure we still do have certain things in place. And uh, I'm going to kind of name off three things that we as regular individuals want you to have in place. Of course, the first one is a will. Um, I don't care what you say, what you feel, or, how, or whatever. We will not be on this earth forever. And if you do have the potion to live on this earth forever, don't pass it along to me because it's already crazy here. So I don't know how you can deal with being here for hundreds of years or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but make sure you have a will because what happens is you do not want the courts and, if anything, your family members deciding where your property goes. Uh, but of course, one of the bigger things is, especially if you have children, we don't want to think about this as, you know, us having young kids or even teenage, that annoying teenager that you keep telling stop eating you out of house or home. Uh, but you have to think about it. And one of those is the guardianship of that child. Um, because as much as you told little Pookie and Black Black or your cousin <laughs> Ray Ray to take care of your kids and everything, they are not under a direct obligation to do it. A lot of people don't have the, yeah, I got you mentality uh, out here. So what you want to do is if, it's fine if you put it in your will, because what happens is that guardianship, the court is going to say, hey, yeah, this person is going to take care of the kids so that you don't have somebody that's irresponsible taking care of your kids and everything. Oh, disclaimer, talk to your local attorney or check your state laws to see exactly how they handle guardianship and everything so don't be saying ike said all i need is a will and you can take care of it uh -uh, you, you're not yeah. i'm not playing with you that was about to be yeah. my question yeah yeah so check, check your state <laughs> yeah check check with your state see what they say and everything but you want to do that because it's real important um the next one um is kind of what i had to help this individual with uh for going forward with their family is a living will mm. um and a living will is something where i have been in that situation as uh mainly the biggest term that you have to deal with is someone being incapacitated mm. if you don't know what that means means that they cannot make a decision for themselves because they either in a vegetative state or they just don't have it together uh or legally defined by the state as having a mental illness that restricts them from making a decision that any capable adult would make. That's what incapacitated means. Um, but a living will takes in the details where you're not putting it in the, in the, in the spot to pull the plug. Okay. Mm. Nobody wants to talk about that and everything. And nobody wants to have those conversations. But again, that's why I decided to go this route for the, my career is because we're going to have this tough ass conversation, whether you like it or not, because at some point in time, you or someone in your family is going to have to deal with it. So what that living will is going to be able to do is 
you can have everybody trying to make a decision. Oh, keep them alive. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. And your decision right there with that living will is if something happens and the doctor looks at that living will, it don't matter what the family say. That's what you want. And the key point of it is, like I use myself, you know what I mean? I'm telling my business, but my 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 point that I've made to my family is, hey, if I'm veg- if I'm a veggie, yo, pull the plug, dog. Don't, don't be having me sitting up there looking fucking crazy, man. Pull it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a tough decision, but at the end of the day, you are not going to have me filled up with holes. And that'd be the last goddamn thing that my mother, my father, my nieces and nephews see me at. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so it's the end of life care. If you're terminally ill, your life's and also life saving measures. You know, what I mean, like, you know, do, do you want them to resuscitate you? Some people, they might listen. There's people that don't want that done. Like if, if that's God's will that they want them to take them, let me go. So keep that in mind. The last one is a power of attorney. Mm. Um, power of attorney is big because within a power of attorney, you probably have five different ways that you can go about it. You got like a durable power attorney, a non-durable power attorney, a general uh, power attorney, a special power attorney, and a springing power attorney. Power attorney. All of them have had different meanings and everything like that. You know, some of them will still continue even after you become incapacitated. Some of them literally spring into action when a certain situation happens. You know, like you can write write one that says, "Hey, if I lose both my legs." and I can't make decisions, this is what you need to do. You can be that specific. Again, talk to your attorneys about what you can do in your state, but it's so many different, it's really five different power attorneys that you have. It's not just one, okay? And it can deal with anything from you being dis- disabled, someone helping you with your finances, uh, healthcare concerns, even things with your kids. Uh, that's the difference than the guardianship. Uh, keep in mind with the power attorney because with the will, instructing the guardianship that's something far as you going bye-bye that's different but the power of attorney is literally hey i set this in place if something happened to me right now it may be a chance of me recovering i can't make a decision on anything right there but i can do it but those are probably three of the top things far as the state planning that you want to have in place as an individual and i don't care how crazy you think it is that something might not happen or something will happen or even if it's something that you know hey i got a a health problem in my family where we have issues with heart attacks, right? And it might it might put me down for a year or two. Consider that, you know what I mean? Create that paperwork so that if that does happen, it's there. Because it's like car insurance or any of these insurances. You, you'd be damned if something happened and you didn't have that in place and you got people fighting and beefing over your life. And that's the thing you got to keep in mind, man, because I, from helping people doing this, I have seen this destroy families destroy financial situations and even in some cases kill people because Mm -hmm. people are not trying to make a decision you know what i mean like hey this person needs this somebody need to sign off of oh i'm not signing off on that you see what i'm saying and that's the kind of thing to keep in mind and again y'all know i'm not ever on here to strike super fear in you it's a it's a wake your ass up type of thing because it's a lot of real deal situations that come up that you do not want to be caught in the jam with this. You know what I mean? Because you could be having disputes with your husband or wife, this disputes with the sorry ass baby mother, baby daddy, all this different type of shit. And if you got these this paperwork in place, that nips all that in the butt and says, this is what I want. It's the law says I can do it. Done. So 
Take y'all time, man. Go holler at y'all lawyer or try websites and see what information you can get and, you know, get it executed, man. Don't hesitate. Don't be, you know, it's, it's a tough situation. Death, disability, losing the kid or losing something like that. But you have to do this stuff so that it is in place. So that way that keeps the stress off of you and your family and your loved ones. So that's what I got, dog. Ike, I got a quick question. As far as like power of attorney, if something like that is in place, is it should it be specific words like in the event I am yes. able? Yeah. So, okay. so, but like, that's I why power that's attorney today. I know Mike ass is gonna be trying to do shit. He got no fucking business doing. Like I, I got the nope. She got no say so. I got the say so, and I ain't trying to kill him. I well, that but that's the, the that's the reason why I said it's five different ones. You know, the the durable and the non durable. They can pretty much cover everything, right? This, the spring in is literally just like how it says. It springs into action when something, when that particular action happens. And like, so let's like, let's say you get in a car accident or something, or somebody beat you up and you can't do whatever. Well, if you get beat up and you get knocked out, you know, hey, that's something different. But you better win your fight. But uh, stuff like that, the, the general power of attorney does, uh, it's similar to the non-durable and the durable. And then the special is really, the special one is really when, Hey, something happened to me. Take care of my take take care of my health because it's literally this amount of time that it's taken care of. And then after that, I'm I'm all better now. You ain't got to do no extra paperwork. But yeah, just when you talk to your lawyer, tell them exactly what you're trying to do. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. We appreciate it, brother. Oh shoot, let me go to the room. Okay. So thanks, Ike. Thanks, thanks Ike. Ike. No problem. No problem. Okay. And Kim Green, because she she said she's going through this with her grandmother, so she have seen some of the yes. forms. Says, so this is right on time. Language, cool. And All if right. you read if if you read them, some of them are like, oh, because it's like and words like and or and or, woo. The courts can turn those one little words into the biggest situations ever. I've sat in on one of the court cases with somebody going through that, and I was just like. Really, y'all beefing over or, but the, as the as the judge said, it didn't say and. It said or. It's like, I can no see problem, that. your honor. No problem, your honor. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ike. Yes, sir. Dropping them jewels. So that's that's what we want to do. Cooling the gang show live every Tuesday night from um, six p.m. to eight p.m. Um, we don't just like to have fun. We also like for you to walk away with a little bit of enlightenment. Some some hopefully common sense or some sense added to what you didn't have that may not have been common or um okay yeah all right you just hope you learned something if you didn't already know it there we go yeah they better have learned i didn't know none of that but but just for the record i will wait like three days before i pulled your plug i really would three days that's why you ain't gonna be my power attorney my mama on there i would <laughs> I'm already got plans of what we're gonna do with the house and me too. <laughs> Look, remember that uncle you told the kids about? <laughs> I told the kids, don't let Uncle Roger in this house. I'm telling you, he ain't your uncle. You know all your uncles. If something ever happened to me, don't let him in here play my PlayStation and be sitting on my side of the bed or drinking my favorite juice. And like, nah, I told my kids, give him hell. Give him hell. <laughs> and I'm telling y'all too, Matt. Boy, bye. You know what to do. Boy, bye. I got you, bro. You know I ain't letting that go down like that. Thank you. 
Uh, all right, what you going to do, brother? We will move in first. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick around. You know what I mean? New study schedule has been absolutely perfect now, so I got extra time these days. So, all right, well, we well not extra time. Sometime. <laughs> Sometime. Sometime. Well, for uh, those of you just coming in, we are joined by our special guest, A.B. Lexington, singer, songwriter. First of all, talented singer. <laughs> no, she ain't a singer. Sanger. She's so Sanger. Songwriter, um, she is joining us today. Um, and we, I believe, we've been having a good time. Yes. Are you having a good time? We're having a great time. Have we ruined you for all other podcasts? Just say yes, ruined. No, yes, no, no way. Ain't it'll never be the same. Once you have Cooley in the gang, it's, it's not the same. There's no going back. It's no going back. We, no going back. Yeah, this is fun. I was, we want, we want you to be comfortable. Is. Normally, I'm like, hi. <laughs> this is like, oh, this is chill. Ike, she sang for, uh, like, sang. She, she oh, sang. I, oh, Acapulco. I, I, she sang Acapulco. Oh, I peeped it. I peeped it. I peeped it. And I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have on nobody on here that can't sing. So, uh, yeah. Or oh, so. oh, we would have let them sing and just, we'd have just sat back and just like, you were on camera. camera. Sounds you got, Burmer, what's how to go? I got so much over. I'm telling you, I'd have been hitting the butt. Uh, I'm so Ike, my sound effects not working tonight enough, and I, I think can't. Kind of glad that they're not. <laughs> Hold up, bruh. I can't. I don't have nothing. Oh come on, bro. Um. So the project is coming out. Yes. So it's the EP. EP in July. Yes. Now I forgot the numbers. Thirty-eight oh two. Sixty-eight oh three. Don't send me to the lottery today. Sixty-eight oh three. You gonna go play those numbers, huh? Wrong. Sixty-eight oh three. So this is <laughs> so this is the question that I was thinking of because you said, you know, sixty-eight oh three was a place where you went through a lot. I'm sure you learned a lot, um, yeah, experienced yeah. a lot. So yeah. does do you feel like we all love Mary J. Blige, but Mary J. Blige makes her best albums when she's yeah. hurt. Um, do is that is that like a thing for artists? Like, do you feel like more of your best material comes from pain, or does it just come from life in general? I think um, it just comes from life in general for me. It's like you know, like I, I like if if someone like you know um, talked to me about what they were going through, like they could even tell me they had a good day. Like I would write a song about that, you know, like <laughs> like that's just it's just it's just everyday life. That's just, and, and you can pick up, as a songwriter, you can pick up inspiration from like a lot of things. So from just watching TV, going to the gas station, just seeing a, a fly go by. <laughs> and just spark something. So we had a question in the room. They want to know what does EP stand for? EP, okay. So it's like, so um, like Beyonce and Rihanna, they make albums, right? So an EP is maybe like seven songs, sometimes it's even three or four, but it's like a um, shorter version of an album. So an album might go to like 14, 15 songs, or it really anything over 10 is considered an album, or 10, 10 greater is considered an album. Hmm. So I just had like a little snippet of um, giving everybody a feel of the, 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 excuse me, the different genres that I actually like to sing within this um, EP. So just giving you a taste of everything I like to touch as far as um, genres and music, so. Do you like being more on the scene or off the scene? Like being behind the scenes 
engineering, producing and writing and having that creative freedom mm -hmm. without the restrictions or your own preventions? Or do you prefer the fact that you have control creatively over your own project? I am a control person. I love ownership. I love all of that. Um, if I was like with the record labels, I probably would go for maybe like a, a publishing deal, a writing deal, but I do not like telling, you know, what I have to do, you know, especially it's, it's my career, it's my talent. Like, you know, I don't like people telling me what I have to do for, mm -hmm. for them. So owner, ownership is a big thing for me and me being in control, mm -hmm. um, you know, cause you know, some people might say, well, actually, yeah, I've had a lot of meetings actually with labels as a songwriter. I remember a couple of years ago, and it's, it's so funny how um, life works. And A&R told me black women in R&B don't make um, money. And I remember him telling me that, but this was before Lizzo came on the scene. This was before Ari Lennox came on the scene. This was before her came on the scene. Mm -hmm. And it was so crazy to hear that because you, know, you would think I would leave discouraged, but I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but then all these black women and R&B came on the scene and our powerhouses, you know, because most labels were like, we're just trying to look for, you know, we're trying to figure out who's the next Rihanna or who's the next Beyonce. And like, literally, that's what that A&R said to me. I was like, well, there's there's plenty of African-American artists and especially female artists at that mm -hmm. um, that are great. They just the world just didn't get introduced to them yet. And it was just so amazing to see all those artists just come out of nowhere. And it was a, it's literally still a great time to be a, a female in the industry. So have you ever- What would you prefer, man? Would you prefer to, to be independent and put your own stuff out or would you look for that record deal? Um, I prefer independent, but partner partnering is, is not like a bad idea, you know? So like if they help with my distribution, so getting my music out to like the different stores, um, putting them on a bigger playlist because playlist is a really, really big thing now. Um, you know, and behind the scenes, people don't know this. A lot of the labels, they actually pay for artists to be on certain playlists. So there's, there's a lot of behind the scenes that happen that, you know, some indie artists, number one, we don't have the budget that they have. They're dealing with millions and millions of dollars, you know, and then we're dealing with, you know, our nine to five checks and, and things like that. So being able to, to be put on those playlists and being paid or even, even with marketing, in a sense, right? They're marketing and branding the artist using millions and millions of dollars to put the artist in front of you. Even if you don't like their music, they're paying for that their music to be in front of you. Mm -hmm. So I still love to be independent, but a partnership, like as far as a distribution and even, you know, uh, getting help from a marketing team, I wouldn't mind that, but in, the, in ownership and being indie is, yeah, that's my flow. <laughs> There was another question in the room. Um, they want to know, Rich wants to know, what song would you write for your younger self to learn from? What song? I think I wrote that song, kind of. <laughs> Seriously, like the song I just came out with today. Um, the reason why, because I wrote one of the lyrics is, um, uh, struggle with my re reflections, right? And then it was, I never really expect much, just a cute face and potential. So, you know, I was always a woman. Um, then the other line is, I thought a dose of independence kept me in the running, right? A piece of reality for my um, fairy tale ending. So that, you know, I, I bought a house early. 
um, a, a dose independence. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, yes, I'm this independent. Like, you know, you don't got nothing for me, but like, you know, I've learned that people want to feel needed, you know, and especially in a relationship, if a man not able to be a man, I guess, in the relationship, like he just, he feels like, okay, what am I here for? And a lot of times I, you know, if I would have known, like, you know, there, there's, there's levels to it. There's balances as far as relationships. Also, um, you don't really have to be too hard to show that you're smart in the room. You know, it's just like, you know, just, just sometimes you just have to let it, you know, just flow. So bad. That's the song is titled bad taste and it, it touches everything and to love yourself and know that you deserve more and you're worth more. So, yeah. Off of what she just said, it makes me want to not do that and do the other video. Mm -hmm. Nicole, Chief, you run the show. Yeah. So our main topic tonight was supposed to be about um, intimacy and relationships and uh -huh. the different thoughts of intimacy. But I had another backup that uh -huh. was speaking on a little bit of what you just said. So when the spirit moves me, you better move. You better you know, move. I just go with the flow. Hey. You know. You're now, dog. I, you know, you know, when it moves, like you know, I, I, I'm, I follow the universe in whatever direction. Follow it on, bro. Cue it up. So, um, spirit moves me. Can we play the video? I want to play the video. I say cue it. Okay. It'd be, it'd be messed up if I didn't put it on here. Right? Yeah, you said you were going to me. You like it? Now we've talked, we've spoken about this before, um, AB on the show, but um. This spirit moved them. Let's yeah, let's revisit it. <laughs> okay. I hear a lot of men asking, well, what do you bring to the table? And women are now so attractive and, you know, making money and all these things. So we feel like, well, that automatically makes me a good catch. Look at me, I'm attractive and I make some money. Do you understand that even if you have a good paying job, a man will walk past your six figure making self and as, as attractive as you are and go to the mugly girl at Burger King because she knew how to be his piece and how to give him what he really was looking for. It doesn't matter what you make. Men don't care. When men ask you, what do you bring to the table? They're simply asking, do you know how to be my peace will you listen to me will you encourage me will you help me to pursue my dreams and to be a better man and a human being are you compassionate are you kind are you loving are you nurturing will you pray with me will you pray for me i'm out here fighting the world i don't want to come home and fight with you too if i'm gonna fight i hope that you'll fight with me and fight for me are you going to be everything that i need because at the end of the day what i'm really looking for is peace and stability they will walk past everything if you're not that Mm. Mm. So I had um, I love stuff like this and I'm so ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that and um <laughs> and I'm very curious to hear how you all handle this, especially um the one in the yellow and the one with the jean jacket on. Um because <laughs> when, Ouch. I, Mac and Ike, when when Ouch. when somebody else said it. Uh, Reverend Samuel said it. No, it was it was down. It was chop his head off. That wasn't what Reverend yeah. Samuel said. Right? Like he said the, basically the same Reverend thing. Samuel he may have said it differently. Ugly. He did not. He's not called a woman. You He had more of a harsher delivery, but he said exactly the same thing. Shut it up. That guy's the same thing. 
You're talking about the guy with the glasses, right? But he said the same thing, though. Dude, man. He's he like, said the on. same thing, wait, AB. Wait a minute. In me and Mayberry's defense, we did not disagree with what he said. We didn't like his It was his delivery. All we say is the delivery and how harsh and disrespectful he could be in the delivery. Not what he said, because it is true. It's very true. It's something that I had to learn even dealing with you. Ooh, Ooh. glory. <laughs> Let the church say it again. <laughs> 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 Wait, did y'all turn the camera off? Don't catch me in charge, bro. Put the advertisement up. They're gonna think something happens. So we have a couple people in the room saying exactly the same way that what is being said goes both ways. That it's not just about women being the man's piece but him also being amen as well i want to hear what ab that's ab what do you have to say so recently um i forgot who put it up i think it was erica campbell and she was they basically was talking about that and then i remember i reposted and i was like but my grass is green for a reason so if you're gonna come over here i need you to nurture it i need you to water it I need you to come correct because don't be like come looking over here at me like oh like yeah it looks good over there but you cannot help me maintain what i already have so that's like my point of view on like some of that but also the one thing too that i hear is like you know it's like um be my peace be this be this i feel like in relationships right like there's a there's a, an a exchange that need to happen on both ends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of times I keep hearing like most most of the times I mean it's it on Instagram and all that stuff everything is pertaining to just one I guess group of people but you know also growing up in the church you always hear women need to do this. Women need to do this. Women need to do this. And then I'm quite tired of hearing women need to do this. You know when and and in relationships it's a two-way street. Yes, a man is to lead. He is to be a leader. Treat me like Christ loves the church. I'm supposed to, you know, um, you know, be that be that peace for you as well. But you are supposed to supposed to be that for me as well. So it's just like I for videos like that. I'm like, it's cool. Yeah, you got a couple likes and everything, but just do do it two ways. Like, give a more realistic view for the women growing up, where it's like, you know, we weren't. My mom um, was a, a homemaker. You know what I'm saying? And, and I love her for that. But that's not the woman that I am. Right. You know, like how would I how would I have to, you know, transition with I I I am gonna go out here and make six figures along with you. And are you gonna be intimidated by that? Can you allow me to shine as well as you shine? I'm always gonna support you, but can you give that back? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. No, 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 no. I agree. I, I definitely agree. It makes sense, you know. It I'm should be. It definitely should be a two-way street. You make a lot of sense. Of course, most definitely. But <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. That I, I really, I really feel like nowadays that whole. Huh? You said your mom's a homemaker. Um, 
my mother was my grandma. My mother was a homemaker. I mean, she I she did all. I mean, she went to work, but she came home and she took I mean, care of home. I mean, okay. That's how I learned how to wash clothes and do all that other stuff. Um, and of course, my grandmother, great grandmother. I do believe as we move on, we are losing some of that. I believe a woman can have a career and still hold on to that nurture. Well, I don't even call it nurturing to say that she's not nurturing because she don't cook, but I don't know what the word is, but just hold on to that. That old, I'm old school till the day I leave this earth. Like, but times have changed, and a lot of times change with just cooking. Like, it's just a okay, piece, okay, of, piece say, of bacon. Hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, brother. Because during that same time that you are referencing, more women were sitting at home, and that was their job. But yes. my, she went on. to work. Hold on, I, now I, I interceded. Now I'm talking. Love you, boo. Now and I said, "Shut up, okay." That's what I, I'm talking about you. No, uh, Anna wouldn't talk. She but, loved me too much. She wouldn't say that. But nowadays, we work out in the field just as much. The field. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Office field, medical field, all of work out there, just like you. Music field. We do all that. We do exactly what, if not sometimes more than men. So therefore, just like I can hold on to some of that. You can now come on board and meet me halfway. That's the, the thank you. Shit. That was the, my whole thing. I totally agree. It's more so at a moment. If you also see now, we're we're not necessarily we have equal responsibility. Mm -hmm. So if we are, if you're going out and you were working back in the day, that was fine. The woman's responsibility. She's home cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. But now we're both out in the industry. We're both in the field, like she's saying, talking about not picking cotton or nothing. Stop focusing on the word. Out in the field, we're in industries. We're doing work. Some of us are CEOs of companies. Some of us are run running departments. Some of us are managing people. You know, we're in industries that were predominantly males. We are, we are breaking down barriers. But at the same time, when I come home, if you were home before me, why can't you whip up some potatoes? If you came home before me, if I had to rub your back after a long day, why can't you have a bubble bath ready for a girl? You know, let, let you know, let the bubbles go. Or why can't you, like Shannon was saying, meet me halfway? Can, can the clothes be washed? You might not be able to cook no dinner, but do you know how to Uber Eats? Do, do you know how to make a reservation and make sure that your girl can get dinner somewhere? Halfway. But to, but to come in the house and dinner ain't prepared, the house dirty, the baby's still in a shitty diaper, and you said the my piece, food, my piece is gone. You know that, like, exactly. a, everybody has to be each other's piece. When y'all walked down the aisle, it became a partnership. Y'all both are, y'all both, we're about to reverse like this. It's a partnership. So, why can't now, you? When I talk about walking down the aisle and obey, don't nobody want to talk about because that. Because they ain't no obey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to obey. I was going to say, oh, but like, you know, my mom, like, when my mom did, like, she instilled a lot of things in us, you know, because she had a lot of time to, um, pouring to us, you know what I'm saying? So I, I get what you're saying, Mike, maybe that might be, I guess what you feel maybe missing, like, you know, if someone is there, you know, 24 seven to pour into the kids, but as far as like, I, I don't know, the way relationships are right now. And also, if I can be honest, a lot of men are not doing what they supposed to do. Say it, say it, say it. Come, on, come with it. And I, I agree. And I will I will pull them up just the same. Like my thing mm -hmm. is like we should all hold on to some of the some of the values that we learn depending on I guess how old your grand how old your grandmama was. But who says let that me that's finish? Right, let me finish. 
I believe that we should try to hold on to some of that because like what I feel is having like, I'm not taking away from the partnership. I think everybody's miss like, yes, it is a partnership. I do what I do. You do what you do. I was in a relationship before where she didn't cook. So I did the cooking. Yeah, she did the cleaning. To, to cook at all. Huh? Did you marry her though? Huh? Did you marry her? Did I marry her? Well, now I wish oh. I didn't cook because maybe he would cook. No, I didn't marry her. Okay, that point, point. That's the point. You married. No, that's not the point. So y'all just <laughs> mess with me now. I'm just showing how a partnership can work. Y'all say either way. 69. Bisexual. That's how the partnership can be. <laughs> you know, either way. You know what, what I'm talking about? That's how it go. So but my thing about that is you gotta be willing. It's like you have to know what you want yourself before you get into a relationship with somebody else. A lot of people, some people just not built for certain things. And and it's sad that sometimes it comes out once you're in that relationship or in that marriage, you find out that this is not what you built for. So you have to find out in the beginning, like, what do you really want? You have to know you and know if you are built for stepping into what you're looking for. Like, because if you're not built for it, you'll get there and it'd be fun for months or so. But when when it get real and your wife do go out and work and you have to be the one at home cooking and then Watch it's like now now you're frustrated because this is not what you expected it to be. You thought you could handle it. So it's like you have to know yourself and know what you can bring to the table before just jumping in. And I agree with NJ Rich. Like, yeah. first of well, is what is all, all about what you want. Like, I want a woman that's more nurturing and that does give me the see. If I say this, you go, I know what you're I'm gonna like, say. Yo, am I nurturing? You are, right, you are nurturing when oh, you feel okay, like it, okay. like you have your moments. You're very good, like, you have to, you can't be a mother and not a, a good mother and not be oh, nurturing. Kids, and you are yeah. a good mother. Um, but, um, it's, it's all about talking and meeting someone that has those qualities of what you want and so i am more attracted to a nurturing type like my see i hate like saying his it. mother like my grandmother <laughs> like, mother. see now like no, no, saying it because, because because i tell them all the time i say that all the time like yo you you married your mother. That's because they got the Go same, but they mother. got the same pajamas and they both used to pee with the door open, yo. And that used to <laughs> yeah. yo, my mother, my mother used to like still to this day will like pee with the door. Like that does something to you. Like that mentally screwed. Like I don't I, I do, hate it. Like do pee with the bathroom and she does it too. And I'm like, yo, that I like I'm scorned by that. Like that. No, like I just don't that's, like, that's, 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 but that's the same thing. Yeah. That's the same thing. Women tend to draw to men that remind them in a sense of their fathers. Mm, I don't believe no mm, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, you I ain't nothing like my father-in-law. You ain't nothing like my father-in-law. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. It depends on what qualities you're looking at because right, so certain things like family man give mm-hmm. his family works hard. I mean what other can you get better than like that's my father. Like he worked hard. He took care of his family. He was there, like that's that's what she wants. I mean, Mackie said no, not me. Yeah, Mac, you it's it, that's like you you ain't a reverend, but <laughs> <laughs> you might be reverend adjacent, but <laughs> some of the like those quiet, like a go getter, like take care of the family, funny, you know, just like that, and that's that's my pop, like that's him, like so. so I, I mean, it, it does it does tend to 
you know, go both ways with men and, and women as far as drawn to. But I think it's being, it's, it's lost. Like, so if I ask, if, just like she was saying, when a man is trying to get to know you and wants to know like your quality, whatever, he ain't like how much you make and how you look like, that's not going to carry you forever. Oh, yeah. no, not it's not like, that's not going to carry you forever. You have to be able to do something. You have to be somewhat nurturing. You have to be compassionate. You have to know how to do things like fucking clean or like, I mean, know the difference between a mop and a broom, like, please, like. But these are the things that you're supposed to know and learn a person oh, yeah, before yeah. you but engage that's what, my into opinion a serious is, relationship. It is, my opinion is it's lacking. And that's because a lot of times, like Rick said, those discussions are not had up front. Okay, we're dating and we've already made the, had the conversation that we're both under the impression that we want to see where this goes and where this builds, then that conversation of what you expect in your partner. So if you want somebody who's going to be cooking five days a week in the X, Y, and Z, and that's going to bother you if she, she doesn't, then that's a discussion you need to have with her because... She, I can't. She all having a hot girl summer. You know? well, then you already know what it is. That's yeah, that's just not the person for you. Like, right, right. I've been on plenty of dates like me, my... This is no offense anybody here, but I don't have any kids, so I don't want to date anybody. Girl, that's fine. And I tell you people that. Date we've talked. We've talked about that too. Literally, when they ask me, like, I'm like, "How many kids you got? Do you got kids?" And if they say yes, I'm like, "No, nah, it's not gonna work." No matter how you, how much you like the person, how much y'all vibing is just like that's just the, a deal breaker. Yeah, for the season that I'm in now, and I'm, and this is what I learned. I learned to just be honest because I did. I did go against the grain and date someone with a kid, you know, despite my, my preference, you know, so that kind of put me in a, a bad place. But in the season that I'm in right now, I don't want to be a, a stepmother. I don't want to, <laughs> don't want to have to deal with any of that. And mm -hmm. I like to go when I'm ready to go. And I like to, you know, pull up when I'm want to pull up and yeah. Hold on. Let me put my, let me, let me put my son to said, real I quick. To, I want to pull up when I want to pull up. So, yes. What's up, Ariel? She said, sister, ain't no stepmom summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, that's that, and that's your right for that to be your, your preference. And you're being honest up front about it. So no one, if somebody got a, pro a problem with them, that's on them. That's, mm -hmm. not your, that's not your issue. That's theirs. And my question I was about to ask, like, did that stem from, oh, like, what really pushed you there? But you already answered that, so. Yeah, but I also come from a blended family too. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, anybody who's born in a blended family, like, you know, <laughs> it's those little inside things, you know, you got to do it. You're just like, okay. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, you know, just for me, I'm like, if, if you know, I pray about it, I'm like, you know, I don't want to date nobody that has a kid already. I am, you know, as I'm getting older, a lot of people tell me, like, yeah kind of hard for you but i'm still like oh yeah well i pray about it so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, so so okay hold up i haven't heard one thing from ike ike let me get whooped all up around this room i think it's funny and he just sat there i'm, I'm listening i'm listening dog i, I, I mean because because something like this is go back and forth first and foremost the whole topic i actually made a post about this the other day about uh men asking a woman what to bring to the table that's only them brunch Brunch boot niggas that asked that question. Did he say I'm brunch sorry. boot? Yeah. Brunch broke. boot. He said brunch boot. boot. Oh. 
Oh, boom. Boom. They, they, wear that little, they wear that little big hat. They wear the little uh, uh, <laughs> slick little shirt, and they wear them little funny looking khakis, and they got the brunch boots that look like they get ready to go do howdy doody or something like that. <laughs> y'all know them. If you go to brunch and it's a dude there, you don't look at. Hold up. <laughs> He done ruined that next time y'all go to brunch. Right, right, right. Brunch booth? I'm going to be really concentrating. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at everybody's feet. That's not going to brunch. Oh, he got yeah, on brunch Because the, the post said a dude with a Nike suit, sweatsuit, won't ask that question. And I laugh because I'm the Nike sweatsuit dude. I'm not going to ask that shit. You know what I mean? Because I already see what you bring to the table from a distance. More than likely, especially in this, in this day and age, you don't scope somebody out a little bit through social media, unless that you know, unless they don't show a lot or whatever. But you don't scoped enough to know what it is that you're gonna bring. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm kind of be I'll be on the fence with the whole partner and what you bring to the table because everybody know what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. And one thing that old school shit don't fly as much as these days. Far as a lady staying at home, now they. I need you to be on your grind. Too. I never said stay home. I didn't say nothing. No, I not saying. you, not you. Not, no, no, no. Just I'm saying. I, I was I, talking to Ike. Somebody know Gucci, right? No, no, I'm, I, I'm saying that because the lifestyle and life that I would want. You're not stringing my income along. You ain't stressing me to fuck out to work 60 hours and deal with these clients. Deal with not just 10 clients, 20 clients a week. Oh, absolutely not. We are not doing that. Let's go ahead. We get money, so that way to the point of, yo, we had a long ass fucking week. Airport, let's go. We gonna mm. bring it, bring bring little shorty or whatever. We about this joint or whatever. Mm. Or you know, what I mean, you just you just. I think from seeing the struggles that I know from talking to couples with their finances, because people fail to realize finances account for sixty eight percent of the reason people get divorces, mm-hmm. because. If COVID didn't show one thing, it showed how strong some people' relationships were. And I mean by not only just them realizing they got to be in a house with that person that they chose for 24 hours for seven days or for however long this went, but also if someone, somebody lost their job, you learned a lot. Most people learned a lot about their significant other as if that person lost their job. And that's a quality that you can't see until it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or a situation comes up that really you get to see how, you know, how, how is the movement. May it be good or bad, it's just going to be a learning experience. You see what I'm saying? But 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 the 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 dual partnership, I, I mean, I, I get it. It's some things where it is like, well, I don't cook, but I don't need you. I mean, I meal prep, but I don't need you doing my meal prep. But if you're going to do a meal prep for me for the week, then you're going to rub your feet all week. Then the fuck you going to do? Let's go. You know what I mean? You know, but however it works, it's, it's just it's all it's just always a top uh, touchy topic that anybody knows. I don't never post no shit about relationships. Well, I, got, I, got a, I got another one for us before um, we have to close out. And I'll, this is a little bit on a lighter note. But so I'm going to go with the general consensus is everybody's pretty much saying it's a partnership. Know what you're getting into before you get into it and. Live you know what you can actually bring to the table before you start questioning other people. Amen. Right. Right. Agree. Don't bring your chick. Don't bring your Chick Fil A salary over here, yo. Mm. <laughs> sorry, Chick. Sorry, sorry, y'all. It just came to mind. Should have said support. What if they had a manager? They might run the joint. No. Maybe. What'd you say, Mike? You said it's a four. 
I did not. <laughs> I did. My bad, May May. So this is a video. I don't know if y'all saw this. I followed us to Paige Savoy. And this is what a video I like to call mother-daughter goals. My daughter. I'm Rakia. I'm 26 years old, and we live in Jacksonville, Alabama. We do everything together. Yeah. I mean, everything. Watch a movie together. Cook together. Twerk. Go off. Go crazy. Show up. I couldn't imagine my life without my mom being in it. It would ruin me. I wouldn't know what to do, how to function. I've had people say that we're too close. All right, you got to spread it open a little bit. <laughs> my mother and I have been waxing each other for quite some time now. I showed her my first sex tape about two years ago. I showed her my first sex tape maybe a year ago. What kind of positions do you think I should do or what do you think we should do? And she was just like, oh, girl, prop your leg up in this angle. Maybe your back should have been a little bit more arched in this position. You have your significant others. Yes. And he was like, you guys are sick. <laughs> <clears throat> Mother, daughter, goals. What the fuck? Language. Listen, Ooh. I'm sorry. That called for not the letters, but the words. Okay. So I saw this and I was just like. This I was is, fine with certain things. I'm a weird guy, I believe, but that's but, weird. Uh -uh. <laughs> but where, where are the videos at all? <laughs> <laughs> <You're crazy. laughs> um, yeah, nah, like. Okay, like I said, okay, y'all, she's of age, so y'all dancing around. Your mother thinks she's young. Y'all want to dance and twerk and all that and hang that's out. That's even too much for me. Like, I don't want to see, like, I mean, that's just, I, like, it's, it's, it's not, <laughs> that's not terrible. I mean, mm. they're grown, they're not terrible. Okay, now when you start talking about y'all watching each other's sex tapes and. First of all, you want to teach her how to get it in. Put that leg up a little high next time, baby. Pop it harder from the back. She trying to give us some game. I don't want my mama <laughs> to tell me that. Though. You shouldn't be waxing yeah. your mama, number one. That's just too much. That's too now, much. I don't, I don't want to wax my mother, but I'm just like, at the same time, like, if I let, listen, I'm going to let a random ass person wax me. Why can't my mother wax me? Listen, at least, I don't know. Like, that's, like, that's not. I like, think you should take uh, random for 1200 Alex. <laughs> Not your mama. But yeah, nah, I don't want. I definitely don't imagine walking in on that, Mike. Okay, show's over. <laughs> I definitely don't want to see my mama sex tape. That's for sure. I walked in on my parents when they were younger, and that shit scared the death out of me. So what? I don't I definitely don't want to see no sex tape. Oh yeah, That's I, I see your mama. I remember that day like it was I hit that top of that sex. I wasn't supposed to be home. Came home to get something. And I was like, ah! like scream? I screamed. Did your father stop? I don't fucking know. I didn't wait around. <laughs> I, ran, I came forward and stop. ran out, and I was at Sinead's house. Me and Sinead, <laughs> both back. Listen. I wouldn't have stopped. Hey, listen. I feel your pain because I've seen that on both ends. And that's the grossest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's like, <laughs> did I? Oh, fuck that. I'm going downstairs. And then, <laughs> then it's lock the fucking door next time. Is what it is. open because I wasn't supposed to be home. They were oh. home. Oh, no. Nah, the and then the way my parents' bedroom was was my bedroom and theirs. So if I'm standing, as soon as I'm at the top of the steps, I could see right into the. 
See, that's know. why AB don't want to deal with nobody with children. Because first of all, ain't nobody got to be closing no doors around here. Leave that door open. Leave the door open. Because that's the worst. Like, the, with kids, like, 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 open. I can't sing. So like, we are we married. Everybody know we married. <laughs> but I like the, like, when we get to be together with the door open, like, that's just like a whole new world. Like, like, you, like when you got to always close your door and hide and shh, shh. Be quiet, <laughs> like yo. Right, right. Like it's a whole nother world for parents. Like it's it just like, hey, that's the, that's a cold word. That's how you know when it's gonna get on, baby. Lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> like, are we <laughs> feeling it tonight? Yeah. <laughs> she ready to ready tonight, shorty. She ready. That mother daughter duo, they different. Yeah, that was that was too much right there. No, that was that too was. Much. If I met somebody, uh, that's, that's that's like they gonna bring their mom on the date, and I'm like, mom, I'm not paying for you too. You pay for both. Or of them bring mom in, the, or put the mom in the room with you, or the daughter uh-huh. in the room with you. Oh, because that's what I was thought they was about to say is that they shared a man. That's what I thought they was gonna say because I was gonna say, okay, that's actually you know what, as a man. So that was one of the videos I saw this week and I just looked at it and I really was thinking like, okay, how can I even make this seem like it's okay? And I just couldn't like yeah, they, they go too far. Mm-hmm. They go too far. Yeah, it's, it's not I'd enough. rather see a mother and daughter fighting somebody than a mother daughter doing all that together. Yeah, that's just no. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we had to play that as the last video, AB, but I couldn't. I had to. I just had. I'm, I know. I was like, we just talked about Secret Garden and the journey to why I wrote that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he didn't take it Secret Garden now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I, I, I was supposed to play it earlier, but um, everything just went away. I just had to. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't let it sit in my little stand. There were so many other videos I could have played, but I just had to get that one out of there. (laughs) Done with, and it's not even going into my archive. It's just that has to leave my laptop immediately. Yeah, not fun. Don't say that. No, no, I can't say that. So, AB Lexington, singer, songwriter, she joined us tonight and put up with all of our foolishness and shenanigans, and she was such a good sport about it all. Um, Please. Wrap it, wrap up, tell everybody what they may not have known. When is the EP coming out? Yes, so we're looking at the month of July. I'm not gonna give away the date yet, but follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, AB Lexington, and um, yeah, and let me know how you guys like the single now because Bad Taste did drop 12 a.m. today. So I'm um, on it. All right, got it. Already got it. As soon as I hang up from this, I'm turning on the speakers up in this new apartment. I'm, I'm spending night. No, I'm getting good. Look out. That's all right. And let the name of the album again. Sixty-eight oh three. Let's see if you can remember the numbers. What? Sixty-eight oh three. Sixty-eight oh three. She just said it. That's no, right. we said it at the same time. Did we say it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> we said it at the same time. Sixty-eight oh three. We kind of did. Maybe it was a delay on your end, so I was like a little bit ahead of you. Uh. You see what That's happens, like. Right? Thank you. <laughs> Sixty-eight oh three. The Y'all place know. of pleasure, pain, experience, teaching, self-awareness, self-awareness, teaching, finding God, all of that. We are going on a journey on this EP. Yeah. 
And as she stated right now, she has a few on every platform. So go find her by her whole name. And go to www.ablexington.com. Yes. Please follow. Show her that it was worth her time coming on the show, y'all. Flood her comments. Tell her how like we're gonna get a clip of that um the Acapulco. Um, <laughs> we're definitely getting a clip of the Acapulco online because that was <laughs> that was awesome. Like we've had rappers on, like we've never had a rap. We got a rappers got a freestyle now when they come on here. Like you didn't set the bar. Set the bar. You didn't set the bar now. Singers got it, like you gotta sing. Like, yeah, you set the bar now. So we definitely um <laughs> appreciate you giving us your time tonight. Um this was so much fun. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry that it took so long, but you are a part of that also. So I'm not even going to take all the blame. Oh, man, this is funny. But look, I feel like it's the right time, right place. You're right. There you go. There you're right. right time, right place. What is, what did he say? When, when he spoke, when he, when, when he speaks to the spirit, yeah. <laughs> so spirit moves When the spirit moves me. Uh, Mac, final thoughts. Um. Just start living life. Get out your comfort zone. Um, make a bucket list. Just do something, you know, because I know how just work and family can take up all your time. Sometimes you got to set aside some time and just do for you. Yes. I mean, even if it's just you by yourself, take a day, take a drive out somewhere, you know, or just try to eliminate fear with living life and just get out there and just live. That's all I got. Brother Ike. Uh, make sure the people that you have around you actually got real love for you. Mm. Like, 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 make sure them people got love for you. Come there for you, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the disgraceful. Make sure they got love for you and they they there for you, man. Because we got a lot of got a lot of snakes in your grass and people who kiss your ass only when you when you want to come up. You know what I mean? But make sure you got them people that's gonna be with you in the mud. And I say that just because you know. I always know every time I get my CIP studies, it reveals a whole lot about my fuckers. So that's why I say that. Yep. Hmm. Glam Shan. Well, since y'all so serious, I'm gonna say <laughs> make sure y'all follow me on Glam. Glam Chase me on Instagram. Come go live with me tomorrow. I'm headed back to the streets. I'm going to the streets. You hear that? Call me. The streets are calling me. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. But yes, but all that good stuff that they said, I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing good. They said enough. All of that. All of that. Go on, baby daddy, husband. I just want to thank, <laughs> thank I just want to thank everybody. Um a, another wonderful, great show. Um, thank you, A B. Yes, thank um, you, thank you. Like I yeah. told you, this let this be a home for you whenever whatever's going on. Uh you don't even have to wait for me. You might just be popping one day and say, oh, I'll have something to say about this. And trust and believe, I will send you the link and you can just pop in, let it off. And then, you know, we can go from there. So and you can come back to drop your stuff. Yeah, definitely got to July. So we want to definitely lock down. The Once you figure out what date it is, then that Tuesday, we would like to have you come back on the show. And that I will have the sound. And when you drop your, your video, when you drop your next video. I'm going to be in it, <laughs> Come on back and preview it here. Yes, yes, yes. I just want a cameo. So I'm like, bow, 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 bow. That's that wrong song. That's the wrong, song. That is? That's the wrong dance to the wrong song. The bum, 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 you got to shake your booty. That's not oh, I can't song. do that. No, AP, I can't, I can't do that. I can't shake nothing in the video. 
Lord help me. I could be I could be the guy that gets dumped though. I could be, I could be oh, man number one that gets dumped. Man number one. Man number one that gets dumped. But Cooley the Gang Show live every Tuesday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, um, and Periscope, which is not Periscope, it's really Twitter live, but we're there. Uh, we will have um, the replay. We'll be going. Please tell a friend to tell a friend about the Cooley and the Gang Show. And as I always say, let the obstacles before you provoke the power within. And we'll see y'all next Tuesday. I'm sorry I can't play no music. Like, this has really made me mad, this sound. But I'm going to figure it I'm out. I'm going to sing us out. No, okay. okay. Goodbye. <laughs> good night. Well, goodbye. Have a good night. Y'all be safe. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> You're such a hater. I am. You're a hater.